Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of uh, Pre-Match Duty. And in the house, we have a good squad. We've got a very good squad. We've got West Ham, the Hammerhead Rich, making an appearance today with the traditional slap flag as well as the Hammer flag. We've got frigging Dinganator, the Dingosaurus, wearing a Real Madrid shirt because he's so ashamed to wear his Arsenal shirt. We've got no. Nick, we have a his house. He'll be playing with his head today, hopefully. We've got Silo. Silo, you know Silo, our financial guy. He's there. Devil's Peak representing today, yes or no? Oh, man, always, bro. Always. Devil's Peak, by the end of the season, you're going to be fat, man. You're going to be drinking too much of that stuff. Hey, but I was, I was, the, gym, I was, I was the gym earlier, man. Flip, bro. I was, I was waiting within, within five minutes of just being there. I was like, wait. I was like, damn, man. It's there you have it, guys. Devil's Peak to help you with your, your fitness sessions. And then lastly, we've got Vostas Sele, the Tooth Fairy, a.k.a. dubbed Magic Feet, allegedly. By Diego Maradona. We, I mean, the jury's out on that. Who actually believes that, guys? Put your hands up if you believe that. He took it with the two Alright. We've got a lot to cover, guys. A lot of football, a lot of things to discuss. So it's, let's kick it off immediately. Uh-huh. Rich, you weren't here on Tuesday because you were actually watching this game. You thought, you know, your time couldn't be separated because you are that much of an analyst. You want to know exactly what Antonio is doing for your team. So please, how did this game go? Oh, bro, I'm buzzing. Another three points for the lads. Um, four wins in a row in all competitions, three in the league. So I'm very, very proud of the boys. Um you know, Sam Allardyce coming back to his old stomping ground, he he kind of shut up shop and he parked the bus a bit. Um, West Brom came out a bit better in the second half and they offered more, obviously, when they got their goal. But, you know, in that first half, we dominated. We should have had one or two. Uh, luckily, Ben Rama did really well fast and put in a, a great cross that Kufal hit back across and, and Bowen scored. And I think that was a massive goal for, for Jared Bowen, who's struggled with goals I think that was his first goal in his last 11 games. So that was huge for him. They got the equaliser uh, beginning of the second half, which was a real kick in the teeth for us. But, you know, they deserved it. They had a decent spell of play for about 10, 15 minutes. And then, luckily, we have Messi up top, and he did the business again. Another goal for Antonio. When he's fit and firing, West Ham are firing. And uh, at the end of the day, we, we definitely deserved the three points. So... I'm just delighted. Two points of top four now after 19 games. It's it's wild for for any West Ham fan. Yeah, I actually, I don't think it was fair. We can dream. dream, I've been saying they're title contenders, guys. I I mean, with the last five, it's the last five games they haven't lost. Top four contenders, they can dream. Yeah. Uh, Rich, what happened with that uh, that whole thing with uh, Sam Allardyce after the game, speaking about Robert Snodgrass, uh, Robert Snodgrass? Been allowed oh. to play, there was some yeah, apparently the oh. Premier League are going to investigate that. Yeah, so I for me, I can't believe it's got to that stage because apparently, what the deal was when we sold him to West Brom is that we said he can't play against us in the league, which to me sounds a bit fishy because you can't really have that type of thing in a contract unless it's a loan type of deal. So immediately I was a bit confused by that, but I mean, even in the press conferences leading up to the game, I think. Moyes had made had made a note of it, so it was well it was well known. But Sam came out, and there's people kind of picking up and saying, "Listen, you know, there there might be something wrong there." I wouldn't put it past us to have done something illegal. West Ham have done some shady business in the past, but uh, hopefully it can get sorted sooner rather than later. I hope it. I mean, people are saying points deduction and everything, and I'm just going, "Nah, surely not." No, that's madness. 
Yeah. yeah like, no. Could you imagine? I think a lot of those shady deals were done by Sam Adidas. So I think he knows the ins and outs and probably why he's calling it out. Exactly. Exactly. That man has got his fingers in so many pies. He's yeah. He's a dirty old man. That that man. But what's this? Um, I, I, I just Rich and and the other guys. What do you guys think of Pereira from from West Brom? Like that guy. Um, a couple of games that I've watched him. Um, and also when, when they got promoted, he was spoken about so much. He was one of the best players in the championship. And like that goal was 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 was, was too was too good. And then also he scored the two penalties against Wolves. Um, he scored an amazing free kick against, I think, Leeds earlier in the season as well. Like a, a very good left foot. I think a lot of teams in the Premier League, if West Brom do get get relegated, should be looking at him. Um, I don't know if Newcastle fit to start because Newcastle doesn't really get on the ball much. But you know, other teams like a Southampton, a West West Ham, who do get on the ball, you know, um, Newcastle could be relegated really really as well. So we don't know. But that Pereira guy, and I think I think look at him. Shots fired. He's their best player. He's their best player by a country mile. Like he just has such a small sense of gravity. He's so tricky, and as you say, he's popped up with so many goals for them. So I think if they are going to stay up. He's going to be the key man to make sure they they beat the drop because he's popping in with assists, goals. They don't score a lot, West Brom, so yeah. he's going to need to step up if they are going to survive this season. I think uh, Sam Allardyce's biggest achievement would be to, if they do get relegated, at least sell him to Man United. Hey, Silo. <laughs> hey man, I think I think I think in the, in the creative areas it's a bit crowded um, at Man United. Donny van der Beek can't even get a game, so hey man, you know. Poor Donny van der Beek. All right, guys. Leicester two 0 Wonga predicted this correctly, guys. We said we said Chelsea are in big big shit, and Mossa. Oh. Hey, tell us yeah, what the happened there. The fan, man, the shit hit the fan for real. Uh, look, going into the game, I also didn't think that Chelsea had a fighting chance to to get the result from this one, and yeah, that that proved to be the the, the outcome. You know, like uh, we didn't have uh, any kind of flair on the day. We didn't have any kind of expression. Leicester were the better team on, on all accounts. You know, they looked like they were more aggressive. They were passing the ball a lot better. And they've got players who, you know, are on song right now. Madison is a, is a great player. And you could see from his touches and his expression that he's, he's always menacing around the goal box. He's got a lot of nice, tricky touches for him. And yeah, man, Chelsea are just super flat at the moment. And I think all the questions about Frank Lampard now are really, really starting to fester about his... Um, future at the club in the managerial position. Yeah, yeah man, and, and it doesn't get easier. It doesn't. Like, the next three games are Wolves, Burnley, and then I think it's Spurs. So I reckon if he doesn't get anything out of those three games, I think Mourinho could end his career. Yeah. At Chelsea. Yeah, sure. yeah I think the next two are going to be a big test of him. Spurs, it's, it'll be fair if, you know, we don't, we don't take all three points from that game, given their current uh, form as well. But the next two, we have to have to uh, bring out a better performance and at least just just so show some kind of, you know, resolve, some type of system or some type of flow. It's a tricky thing with Chelsea right now. It just looks like a bunch of guys that are on the field trying to do as best as they can individually and not really coming into like a, a team uh, approach, which is sad, man. And it speaks so much about the manager and his, his approach. I think the, the Leipzig coach actually came out recently uh, after the loss and uh, suggested that Chelsea need to change their tactics to suit Timo Werner. 
Um, yeah. I don't know. Rolf Hüttel. Yeah, I, 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 I no, sort no. of. Oh, was it him? Was it? Was it Rolf? You said that. Yeah, it was Rolf. Yeah, so it was a former, former, yeah, former, former. Yeah, he, yeah, he used, to, uh, used to, used to, coach him at at Yeah, at yeah. So I mean, yeah, they, I, I personally don't believe that. I think players need to be sort of dynamic enough to 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 adapt to styles because what. Are you gonna are you gonna say that a player needs to stay at a club for the for his whole career? I think only Messi can do that. Handful of players in the world can do that. So I think that's quite quite a harsh statement, especially to a coach who's trying to get something right. Um, and the players need to also take responsibility. I mean, I complain about Steve Bruce, but the players at Newcastle also they they don't they need to take responsibility for the poor performances. Yeah, hundred percent, man. Like, uh, and also to to actually build a team around a player like Timo Werner, you can see his current form, and he hasn't scored enough goals for the club, and he doesn't look like he's going to score anytime soon. So, I don't know how you could actually build uh, the, the 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 whole team around him because his his form at the moment wouldn't be the greatest uh, the, the greatest approach to actually build it around him. But, Sad because he's such a quality talent. Musa, man, I, I was. What's this guy's name? Uh, Frank Lampard's cousin never says anything bad about him. Um, Jamie, Jamie, Jamie Redknapp. Redknapp can never say anything bad about his cousin. He always has to protect him and say good things. Family first, bro. He was, he was criticizing um, Callum Hudson-Odoi and Chilwell, I think. Yeah, those are two players he criticized for, for, for the way they performed um, two nights ago. What, so what do you think of the performance of, of, of Callum Hudson-Odoi? Because we've been, um, we've been seeing on social media and yourself saying that he needs to start, and he started, uh, but obviously he didn't deliver the goods. Yeah, man, like, when he did come on in the previous games as a substitute, he, he did have a lot of energy and a lot of impetus for the club. You know, he added a lot of uh, directness, um, creating opportunities and getting a lot of crosses in. But in this instance, man, you could be, I don't know, man, I don't know what's going wrong because he didn't look like he was up for it when he did start, and... To, to give him another opportunity to start a game is, is, is asking for a lot. You know, it's a big club where players can be replaced at any point. He is young, so potentially he left. He'll be comfortable with coming on as a sub in the future. But I don't know if we can really, really, really start it from the get-go. Uh, Chilwell, I think he's doing his job, to be honest. Uh, I think there's very little that you can blame him for at this point in time. I'd, I'd blame James. And and um, yeah, yeah, Reese James because he gets caught out of position a lot of times, committing uh, silly free kicks at times. It's quite it's quite scary that players at that level, especially when you've got replacements like Aspilicueta, they uh, are doing those kind of mistakes. You know, sometimes you have to kind of pull the plug on the youngsters. Mosa, who started at CDM for you guys? Was it was it Kovacic? Yeah, so Kante was out, Jorginho was out. I think it was Kovacic. Um, in front of him was uh, Prodigal Sun Mount. It was probably Mount. Did Mount was Mount and Yeah. Look on on paper, it looks like Kovacic can do that role of being like the box to box type of midfielder, where he can do the dirty work and also express himself a bit, uh, get other players onto the ball uh, going forward, but. It's just not working at this point in time. And unfortunately, the goals didn't come from his kind of area. The goals were like lapses in concentration from uh, the, the fullback, uh, James. And then that Ndidi goal was unfortunate, I think. Uh, sloppy clearances from the defenders. But yeah, man, uh, there has to be some type of solution. Um, I can't wait to have Kante back. 
in full fitness and also like uh, sharpness because we really do miss that type of aggressive biting uh, sentiment that can you know block type of transition in play and also you know bring a lot of energy to the midfield i want to ask everyone um i read something on on what's this um um on social media they were they were saying that um if you're the england manager uh, for the euros um you can only take two of these four players uh, which one which one would you pick foden mount grealish and madison you can only pick two which one would you, which one would you pick i i could i could only say grealish for sure but then the other three i was just like Uh, but I was like, no, I think I'd, I'd take all of them if I had the choice. Jeez. So I, yeah. so I, couldn't, like, I couldn't like decide, man. I was like, really, 100%. But I just couldn't decide on the other three. And I was like, oh, medicine is so hot right now. But Foden is, uh. is in multiple positions. Mount has, has heart. So who is it? I was like, Grealish. And so what do you guys think? Yeah, for me, Grealish, definitely. Definitely Grealish. You're right. The second one would be, would be a difficult one. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess with one. the other players, yeah, it'd be tricky sure. because I'd, I'd be looking post like the Euros, right? Like if we could get a Foden uh, there, he'd get the experience and be able to lead the team in the next uh, kind of tournament. So I'd, I'd, I'd put a Foden and a Grealish. Um, Mount is a good player, but I'm not too sure if he'll um, be able to bench players like um, Grealish because he'd be competing in the same position. Right? Southgate loves that guy, bro. Yeah, no, he's gonna pick, he will pick you will pick Mount because what you've seen is that he's even played Mount out of position on the wing like Lampard does sometimes. But, but what but, is this guy doing, guys? What is he doing that these guys love him so like I, I know he, he's he's a good player and right now he's carrying he's carrying Chelsea, let's be honest. He is Chelsea, baby baby Lampy well, number two. He's not carrying them very high at the moment, dude. He's still like yeah, fucking languishing in eight. Bro, you need to <laughs> Billy Gilmore more, bro. I'm telling you, Billy Gilmore is the future. I'm telling you now. Oh, that's that guy can but 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 are you going to win the league because i know you told us a couple of weeks ago you you're going to win the league more what a pipe dream what a pipe dream man. So you're like, fighting for... And that's the scary thing. Like, um, we really the... have to make a, a few critical decisions regarding the future now because if we let this continue, even top four won't look like it's a possibility yeah. for us, you know? So, fuck, we, we really, 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 really have to uh, make the decision. And I'm in the camp now of saying Lampard out, believe it or not, because we're not really, really... Um, I don't see what he's going to bring to to those bunch of players, you know? Is there approach? Is there style that he's going to bring? I love his legacy for the club and I don't want to tarnish it in any way, but if he carries on in this sense, wow. Well, so how do you feel? Why don't we, why don't we do um, a swap? We'll do a swap. I'll take Frank's contract, you take Bruce's contract, and then, you know, we go from there. Bruce has won the league. He <laughs> won the league with Man United. He's not What do you think about that one guy? I can see you smiling there. <laughs> smiling, I'm laughing. It's a joke. No, um, Mosa, I wanted to ask you in terms of if we're looking at Chelsea right now, and I know you're saying, okay, fine, Frankie out, Frank out, Frank out. How would you feel if he was out because of Mourinho? Because of? Mourinho sending him packing. So the game against Spurs, they give him a hiding and that's how he goes. 
didn't really hurt my feelings too much, man. Uh, even if you were just <laughs> packing tomorrow, it didn't really hurt my feelings too much, to be honest. Okay, um, okay, okay. So, so I, new question then, Mosa. New question, fine. Frank out. Who's coming in then? Who's coming in? Oh, that's a good it's, it's really, really tough. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd go you for... Can't, you can't be I'd, one of those guys. You can't be one of those guys. Eh? You can't be one of those guys saying out, but you don't have contingency plans. Yeah, true. Um, I'd go for Massimilio Allegri. He's done very well. He, he's, he's got his defensive approach on lock. He's Italian by expression. He can play with big players. He can manage them well. And he can bring the best out of like young talent. So I'd go for him uh, going forward. Uh, he doesn't. Ha- he, he has good European experience, but hasn't worked in like um, uh, out of Italy, which is potentially his only pitfall. But I think he'd, he'd cope. A lot of uh, managers have come from Italy to the English Premier League and done well. So I think yeah, I'd go for him. We can afford him as well, you know, which is well, uh, particularly nice in Chelsea's case, they've done well. The uh, Italian uh, coaches, yeah. Who can rival up or yeah. pump up the yeah, world yeah. in the change room, which would be nice. Yeah. All right. Well, let's, you know, Chelsea's had their, their airtime. Guys, we watched this game yesterday, Man City 2-0 against Villa. And it wasn't as easy as what it's saying there, you know, on paper. It wasn't an easy. Yeah. Wonga was saying he looked at it and he was the only guy in our chat that said 100% offside. Uh, he looked at the rules. No, Wonga was, was, was looking at the rules and saying, no, Rodgers onside, guys. And not, and not looking at it from a point of view of guys, just think about it, you know what I mean? And actually, interestingly enough, um, yeah. late, later on that night, right, Juventus yeah. was playing a uh, Super Cup against Napoli. Something yeah. similar happened where Cristiano Ronaldo took the ball away from the right back of Napoli. That right back from Napoli traps the ball, and as he traps the ball, Jonah comes from behind him and takes the ball, and they say offside. Cool, yes, maybe Mings took, I don't know, touches, chest, Put down one, two, and then and then took the ball. But it's a, quite a similar situation where uh, a player from an offside position comes from behind. You don't see the player nicks the ball, and then in the in the Italian game, offside. In the Premiership game, um, not an offside. I so, think the biggest so thing that they need to try and work out is when does the next phase of play start. So yeah, I, exactly. I think the determination of the phase of play was him taking a touch. But in my opinion. That was, a, that was a shit touch. Like he, I mean, he took a touch, and I mean, you're gonna. If if this is gonna be the case, you're gonna have strikers camping behind defenders, waiting for that scenario to happen, and those those defenders are gonna think they have time on the ball, and as soon as they but control they come, the ball, yeah. they run back. I don't know. There's a there's a huge gray area there, and I think Michael Owen was quite clear about it last night. They're probably gonna have to change that. Um, you know, is there a second once the ball is released? But I also understand from the other perspective, then that defender can just touch, take a touch and not be not be confronted for, for how long. Be, now we need to look for how long? You know, so then, then look, it, yeah, I don't know. Like if, if, if you look if you look at it from a from an attacking point of view as well, right? I remember I even saw a goal from um Yes, Barcelona do it a lot. That's the thing I've seen them. So when they're attacking, when the strikers when the striker, let's say um, let's say Griezmann's on the left he gets the ball Messi they pass to Messi in the in the centre <clears throat> they pass the ball to Messi cent- uh, in a striking position Messi's offside he skips the ball there's a, there's a the right wing um, the right wing comes and collects the ball Messi hasn't interfered he literally stands still doesn't interfere with play leaves the ball to run through go to the right wing who's onside then Messi moves back to an as, is the, as the wing is approaching the ball Messi moves back 
to a an onside position, but, so he's behind but, behind the ball. The striker plays the winger plays it in, then he scores. Is that a goal or not mm -hmm. a goal? That's a goal, man. But then it's the same thing in the defense as well. It's the same thing with the defense as well because the, the defender literally has one touch. So if, if, if it can happen in the attack position, then why can't it happen when but it can happen with the same team attacking? Why can't it happen with the guy when he's defending? That's what I can't understand. If he must, he must look behind him, he's taking a shit touch. For me, that's his, <laughs> that's his problem. That's honestly, that's his problem. The next player's of play is playing. I can't yeah. make the rules to protect them. Touch. That's what I'm saying. It was a bad touch, but as a defender, that's your natural movement. So now, must Mings, because the guy's offside and the ball comes over, just leave the ball and go, he's standing offside. You know, your yeah. natural so, instinct is to go attack the ball. So that's yes, the problem. People, people say that, that, that's what he's supposed yeah, to do. He's, he's supposed to leave the ball and look over and just look at it and say, oh, okay, um, can this guy touch the ball first? And he could, he's offside. That's what no, you want. Then you're, gonna have, then you're gonna have a problem of a deeper line midfielder running and waiting and, 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 and taking the ball. Yeah. It anyway, so 100%. I mean, it is, it is a big gray area, um, and I think it's like it's a very it's not going to happen very often, but it's obviously exposed the laws. It's exposed yeah. the laws to an extent where they're going to have to look at it. Mm. For me, I can't let you guys. For me, I see it as, as clear as daylight. Like I, I don't understand. I can't like for me if 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 I can't. The defender. You, you, why must, why you just, not protected? You, you just see it uh, like that. You just, you just see it like that because Villa is around the same place that Arsenal is. That's why. <laughs> you must get about Villa getting more points. Point. You, want, you know, you're like this. So, so the team that's around you, you want the team around you to drop points. You know what I mean? So you can get ahead because we were all saying uh, previously that Arsenal, yes, they they're ahead of Villa, but Villa's got four games in hand. Cool, minus one, they lost it. Now there were three games in hand on Arsenal, and now you that on the weekend um, that uh, what's this that Brucey here um, can can give can do is it Bruce that's playing? Yeah, Bruce can do him a favor on the weekend. You know what I mean? So that's another one that you uh, wish Bruce can do some metrics. You know, so you know that's that's you Arsenal. But I look at it as, as, as from, a, from a player's point of view. Now why we, why must we protect the defender now? I mean, it's literally the same thing in the uh, yeah. I'd be interested in what uh, Jason has to say about it as well. Strikers are going to slowly recover on purpose. In order, guys, all Wonga's thinking about is that time when when, when Terry Henry was waiting behind the goalkeeper. Remember that. Remember that one instance. He was smart, and waited for the keeper to drop the ball, and he snuck. That's all this guy's got in his mind. He's like, yeah. they robbed Arsenal all those years ago. This is justice no. for Henry. No, but I mean, I don't know if the rule said you can't do that. Then you can't do that. Doesn't make sense to me. But if for me, that's what it. I can't see anything wrong with it. The defender must be away. He knows the rule. If they're gonna take, if they're gonna take time to recover, no, then Wonga, they must Wonga do it. Think, no, no, but also, no. Wonga, you see now, even your camera knows you're talking <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's, let's think about it. Let's think about it. No, no, but let's think about it. Wonga. Yes. As a defender, now you're saying the defender must be aware that this guy was so lazy to recover that he's now gambling on this opportunity. The defender is watching the balls being cleared. He's like, his first job is to deal with what's coming his way because now he's the last man of last line of defense. He is. His whole line stepped up. He knows if that ball gets played uh -huh. through to him, he's offside. So why the hell should he be bothered by that guy? And especially when the ball comes to him now, he's looking forward because this guy should be out of action. Now you're telling me he, he needs to be aware <laughs> while the guy's technically out of the game if that's a direct pass to him. That's mm -hmm. a double standard. It's a huge double he, standard. And he, he even acknowledged the fact that uh, bad first touch, but he was like, 
if like I didn't know that th that guy's offside, but yes, I did have a bad first touch, and I should, probably should have dealt with it. But still, this guy had an advantage from coming from behind me and then taking the ball from me. Yeah. Okay. Now I get what you guys are saying, but if, if it could happen in the attack, for me, if no, it could happen if Messi like if they could do it in the attack, then why can't it happen in defense? Literally, one team can do it. Skip a ball. I come back into on position, outside position, the, the next phase of play, then I must sort that out then because I, I, I can't, I, for me, I didn't see anything. No, it's all good. I it's all good, Jimmy. It's all, it's all I good. See, I, see, I see your fun. <laughs> I see your fun. Guys, <laughs> Wonga, you, you Wonga, speak Wonga, better Wonga, than, uh, than Dermot's, bro. You speak more sense than Dermot, so. As Dermot never wants to say anything wrong, guys, that guy yeah. just... Uh, I can't stand it, bro. Because he's like, head. he's probably thinking the next day they're going to say, Dermot Gallagher said, you know what I mean? He's like, he's like. But you know, the problem with him as well is he's meant to be impartial. But the issue is he's developed a relationship with these people when they're on the show. And he's like, yeah. he's expected to be the face of the, the ridiculous decisions that are being made. So he's also like, whoa, 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 this is my reputation now that's also being at stake. So he's always very yeah. cautious as to how he, he pretty much navigates that. But Let's talk about someone who wasn't cautious and, you know, Poggy Ball seems to be back. Dude. Is he playing to stay for the season or is he going, this is my shot to win the league with United and then dip out? What do you think he'll stay can, beyond can, that? I just want to remind you, Claudio, um, there's, there's, a, there's a friend of mine in, the, in, this, in this, um, this show. Um, he's all the way in the King of the North. Um, Nick, <laughs> Lance Pogba, uh, probably more than me. And we, we, we always backed him and believed in him. Mosa <laughs> him as well. Um, so we're not surprised by what we're seeing. Um, Claudio, you seem to be surprised. Um, very much. Very much surprised. <laughs> but we aren't surprised. So we just like, oh, okay, cool. It's another day for, for the man of the match of the World Cup um, final. Um, and just him, him doing his thing. Um, and just and just, and just play. I will say this. I'm, I'm saying this because it's been the last couple of games and it's actually... He's becoming a stallion with the consistency. Before, yeah, no, David, he's, he was a show pony, yeah. in my opinion. Now he's becoming the stallion. No, he's, what do you mean he's a show pony, bro? The last dancing around there. So in the, in the, in the, in the, um, after that, after that, uh, that, that, that um, Champions League exit, uh, which was beginning of December, he's, 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 he's definitely been one of our top three best players um, since, since beginning of December. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's working hard. I think what's most impressive about what, what he's doing is that we always knew how, how he could affect games going forward in terms of his passes and so forth. But the fact that uh, his defensive work has been really amazing. Um, working hard. Um, there was a challenge that he made. He had, he, had a, he had a yellow card in the first 12 minutes, right? But then he still made challenges. You know, he lost the ball some other time and then Adam Lukman went down the left flank. He chased him down. Got the ball back and then passed the ball to 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 one Baseka and then we, we went on our attack. So he's definitely showing a lot of energy in the in the, in the midfield. Um, and Solskjaer just needs to um, play him in the middle in the bigger games because if that, that's the only way we can win the big games is if he plays Pogba in, in the middle. Um, yeah, and BMT man, he's got the biggest BMT in the whole squad. Exactly, but this is the thing I'm saying. We we. You've said, you, you say, you know, evidence. He's won the World Cup. We know he's got the BMT. But like like Porikel's saying over here, you know, it's always seemed like he didn't care. Now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to say, okay, well, what's, you know, you might argue and say he did care. But the, the, the performance on the pitch always seemed like he was nonchalant about the sort of situation. And now is, is the motivation because he's going, this is going to be my best shot to win the league with Man United and then I can leave? Or 
But, you know, but my, my, my problem is that people have very short memories. So they forget the season they was in the, in the Premier League team of the year, um, firstly. Um, he was uh, in the team of the Europa League when we won the Europa League. So he has had seasons where he performed well for Man United. You know what I mean? Um, he, he scored what he was scored the most goals for a midfielder since Yaya Torre in one season where, where he had about um, 14 goals and 10 assists. You know what I mean? So I think it's, it's because you're a Liverpool fan, you don't really watch him. You don't know about those performances. You know, that argument is pup. Eh? That, that no, no, I don't like that. That's also no, 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 you don't watch him. But B, I, I will say, I, I, I will say good things about uh, about Sadio Mane. You know what I mean? And I know that he's he's a better player than Mohamed Salah. No, I'm not saying it because he's a United because, player. I'm no, saying it even because, before he no, went because, to United. I'm saying it based on what I see. That's I call what I see, dude. I'm not biased to a man's shirt. So, no, so, can, so you say so, you're so saying as a Liverpool fan, I'm biased. But you are neutral because that's how you see. No, I'm telling you what I feel and what I saw, and I'm saying now. No, the no, man's you, you, and all you, I'm trying to get to is what, what is his motivation right now? What is his motivation? You remind me a bit of Jamie Carragher sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. I think I could get on really well with him. Not gonna lie, I think I could get on well. You know what? Also remind me of Gary Neville being all whimsical sometimes. You know, Gary, Gary, Gary's not handsome, but you know, I'm a handsome man. But but in all in all in all honesty, right, Claudio? Um, as Marcel scored, Pogba Pogba wants to Pogba <laughs> to give. Um, I think Pogba as well, right? The reason he's playing um like this as well is that he actually sees an opportunity to win the league with Man United this season, and 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 and. The frustration he showed uh, when he when when he when he missed that chance against, against Liverpool, he hit his first um, to the ground. You know, what I mean? he was not happy yeah, like about about missing that chance. You know what I mean? And him scoring that goal, it's almost like, "Ah, oh, Philip, I missed my last shot uh, at goal. Let me uh, take another shot and I score this time." And at the end, like he was like celebrating, and you could see that he did a lot to him. It's not just about saying, "I want to play well so I can leave." You know, a player can say, "I want to play well because I want to leave." But also a player can say, I want to play well because I actually want to win something. You know what I mean? I think he's gone into yeah. maybe maybe he's a lot more mature. He's he's 27, 28, 28 this, I think he's 28 this year. Um he's more mature and he actually just wants to win with Man United. Um and if he does leave, leave with being a, a winner, a champion of, of the league, yeah. because he's won Serie A, and then obviously now it would be great to win a Premier League. And then you know he can if he moves on, we want to another club and he would have left. Um, on a high, which 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 works well for him and works well for the club. Yeah, but yeah, I, and I wouldn't even rule out the idea of like Pogba leaving to a bigger club, even if Man United doesn't win the league. I think his quality is that high that he could actually attract any of the biggest clubs in Europe. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I think I think it's all, about budget. it's all about the budget as well of other clubs. Can they afford whatever the asking price is? And then right. yeah. There are two two key things that I'm going to highlight here. And the first thing is, the reason I mention this is because it, what you said there, his reaction, it's the first time I've seen his reaction going, shit, as a footballer, he genuinely cares about the shit he's doing on the field now. He, it's not a guy working for a corporate bank going, ah, they're paying me X amount, I'm getting paid a lot and I can do the bare minimum. Now he's going, ah, no, fuck, I actually give a shit about what I'm doing. So that's the one thing I want to say. But the other thing is the fact that you mentioned his age. And I think that's a good point. No different to a seller now trying to make the next move, except sellers all over the place. Pogba going, okay, there's two things here. This is a great time. If, in a, if ever there's a time to be able to win a, a league with United, 
end on a high and secure the next big thing before my career is over. And I think those, and that's what I was getting at. Like, what do you think his motivation is? And I think those are the two key factors as to now. It's now or never for him as to Ollie going, how do I manage the situation? Rich, you agreeing. What do you think? Yeah, no, I think, you know, he hasn't, for me, been as consistent as I'm sure most Man United fans would have hoped. We all know his quality. Sure. I think on his day, he can be the difference between winning and losing. He can literally decide to to play and dictate the game when he wants. We had a similar thing with Payet at West Ham. You know, when he was good, West Ham were brilliant. When he was average, the whole team was average. But he could change the game if he wanted to. Um, it's difficult to know what's going on in his head. Um, to be honest, I'm not sure he's entirely there for Man United and for the club. I wouldn't be surprised if he's got another move lined up at the end of the season. But you know what? If he's playing well and he wins United the league this season, I don't think many fans will care if he goes. You know, They just want the trophy at the end of the day. If they win the league, they'll say goodbye to him and probably call him a legend. But it's just difficult to get in his head, to know what he's thinking, because his agent is always giving this, you know, and you never really hear from the player. I think um, even like with the, with, with sorry like with the, what the agent was uh, when when I mean when when his agent uh, came out and said those things about Pogba I mean I think we also take that into consideration I think if you look at it I, I hear Porico uh, saying there that um, I mean why was his attitude like that before but I mean there's surely there was something then that was um, that was clearly disturbing him I mean there was, he wasn't happy at the club and if you look at it before even beforehand you see like like you look Silo uh, saying look he liked Pogba as a player you could see the thing with, uh, I mean obviously his potential what he can do even uh, Nick and, and, and Musa so you just wonder what was happening at the club and I think also I think also the media I mean we'll, we've always said this as well uh, the yeah. media had a, has, has, a, has a big play in this because every time I mean Players do have bad games, but you'd seem like as if if Pogba had a bad game, there wasn't a, a comeback. It's like, geez, what the hell? We spent this much money on this guy, um, uh, and look, he's, he's not doing anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but with with if you look at uh, things like, uh, I mean, Maguire, yeah, they show the the, the harsh and stuff. But people are saying, okay, no, look, he's, he's, he'll pull back, he'll pull back, and sure, everyone was was behind him coming coming back. It is manufactured but, in England. You're right. Yeah, but but Pogba. I mean, it was it was harsh. I mean, even if you think about it, even I mean, Arsenal fans are, are, are guilty for the same thing. With when it came to Mesut Uzo, people were like, "We don't like the way this guy runs." I mean, the guy. I mean, I mean, the way he looks when he's playing. I mean, that was his face. I mean, goodness me, um, <laughs> that's how his face is. Yeah, literally, he, he left the club. He'd say, um, "I'm happy," and that's his face. You know, that's how he is. He, that's when he runs. His face is like that, and the people were thinking, "No, it looks like he doesn't want to give his effort." But now, when he's going. When he's about when he's not playing now, they're not playing him, and Arsenal's 16th on the log. It's it's ah, now it's a problem. Now it's a problem that they leave him out the squad. You know, you know, so, but yeah, know, that, that's for me the the problem. With these I, I'm, I'm only seeing I'm only seeing Porokol's comments now. Um, when when obviously mm. after I spoke, right? Um, and obviously Porokol speaking as a United fan as well, right? Um, mm. and his interview. I think obviously you know that that that's the thing is that sometimes players. Um, divide opinion in, in in fan bases, right? And Pogba has been that player who's divided opinions within within a fan base, right? But I think mm. the thing is that people right now they think about this season, they think about the previous season. They don't even think about the fact that we came second under Mourinho, um, had eighty two points. Pogba was in t- was 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 quite you know uh, focal to 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 us getting second uh, second place, and that's not even the season that that he. Had. Goal scoring numbers. Um, that was the following season when Mourinho still got fired and then Ole came in. So he had those 
you know, those, 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 those seasons where he contributed immensely to the team, you know, uh, when we came second and then, and then obviously the, the following season as well. And then also when we won the Europa League. So people want to, want to, want to, want to always say, yes, listen, right. He's not always been the most consistent player, right. But to say that he's never given us a good season, how can a guy be the Premier League team of the season if he doesn't give us a good season? You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I really, I really don't get that. You know what I mean? That there's so many players in the Premier League, and if he's one of the um, 11 best players in the Premier League that season, he must have done something right, and he did do something right that season. You know what I mean? His numbers were the best uh, Premier, uh, midfield numbers since Yaya Torre. You know what I mean? So I think Man United fans mm-hmm. need to uh, remember, and um, also he's been played in multiple positions. You know, Pogba's been played six, eight, ten. You know what I mean? And Pogba. Um, his best position is, is a box-to-box, is a, is a, as an eight, you know what I mean? Um, and he's been playing in multiple positions. Mourinho did play him as a 10 sometimes. Um, Solskjaer's played him as a 10, eight, six. Now he even plays him as a 7, as a 11, you know. So right, he's been- I'm just going to slam the handbrake there because you're right, this is, this is legacy Pogba. But again, let's focus on current Pogba. And as we speak, United are top of the log. So things are going well. But that brings us to the next thing we want to chat about. And the next thing is... Who will win the Premier League, guys? I know it's 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 difficult because it's we know how volatile this league is. But coming in and out, Chelsea. what are we saying, guys? What are we saying? <laughs> I, I think Chelsea. after City's after Newcastle. City's, I think uh, Newcastle. But I think I mean I I called it in the beginning of the season. I said you can't write them off, and I think the fact that the season has been one of these crazy, crazy um, seasons, if you want to call it that, you know anyone can beat anyone. And that's always been the Premier League standard, but this year has been a little bit more sort of outrageous. Um, City are just, they look unstoppable. And they look like they've sorted out their defensive uh, uh, situation at the back. And they are cruising to victory. They, 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 I don't even think they've, they're out of their third year yet. So yeah. I, I personally, I, I wouldn't write Liverpool off. I wouldn't write City off. I think City should be favourite, rightly so now. Um, and then you know Liverpool will be very close there. I don't see right now a Spurs or a Man United winning it, unfortunately, Celo. What about Chelsea? No, no. Nah. You and you and <laughs> Arsenal are fighting for eighth there. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's coming, guys. Coming, guys. It's, and then you guys are going to come behind you guys. <laughs> if we fire our laser, we might have a chance. Nick, I, I agree with you, man. I think City's the is a team to beat. Um, they've had um, what eleven games with Diaz and, and Stones at the heart of defense. Ten clean sheets of the, those eleven games. Um, defense is um, amazing. Cancelo looks great when he plays. Um, they just obviously just need to score a bit more because there are times where when I think they are finding it a bit hard to score, you know. But yes, other games they score one goal and it just ends up one being one nil. Uh, even like um, the game yesterday, it could have just been a one nil win. Um, and obviously they, they 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 got the penalty, but I definitely think um, City is the team to beat. They look most convincing and the most solid. And their problems of last season defense has been fixed. And I think I'll say a mate of mine, a Man United mate of mine today, is that if Jesus um, and Aguero give them about 12-15 goals until the end of the season, now uh, then they'll be. You know what I mean, 12-15 because the other midfielders are scoring. Um, they just need to get 12-15 from Jesus and, and Aguero, then they'll go. Yeah, I think even you. Um, if I look at it as well, I just like what Nick was saying. The league is up and down, um, and you can't write anyone off. Um, 
uh, at least Matt is not here. I hope he's also not watching. Um, but Tottenham for me, um, if I look at uh, what they've done um, in from the uh, from the beginning of the season, it's it's. I mean, if they can hit that run of form again, I mean, you've got if you've got Sane, uh, Son, and 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 Kane uh, hitting, and maybe if Bale starts picking up. Um, and I also think let's Bale's, um, not, if, if Bale's not making a comeback, so don't don't yeah, even factor that. Don't factor. No, that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's say it gets down. It's gonna be. You love Bale, say, eh? You also love Bale. You've got you've got blind spots yes. like we all do. No, but Bale, don't forget. No, but don't forget. Don't forget. Left left footers union. Uh, um, sorry. Ah yes, of course. Yeah. But listen. <laughs> so for me, I I think what I'm. To say predict is going to happen is obviously I think everyone know um, is also having the feeling that there's not going to be a breakaway team from this, and I think come down to the last five seven games, I think I think that's where motivation is really 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 going to kick in, um, and pe- people are going to start you know smelling that smelling that title, uh, and I think uh, that's I think that's where you're going to um, get these teams coming out, and I think in, if that goes down to the wire. Uh, to that sort of, uh, if it goes to that sort of phase, we get five teams going down there. I think uh, Tottenham could be also uh, competing. I think it, yeah. I think Liverpool also need to sort out what's happening. Matip might start, and I'm telling you now, if Matip starts and we release one of the other gents in the midfield, we're going to be scoring goals. So you just watch out for that True. space, Bonga. Ben Patria is saying, "Why are you wearing a Madrid shirt?" I, I want to know. Yes, to answer that question. To answer that question. Yeah. I wore this shirt because I heard today, at least it's not the best thing, but it, I think it's a good, it's a good, it's a good oh, start oh, with them trying to sign Martin Utegaard. Yes, Martin Utegaard. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. That's, I knew it. That's why I knew it I'm wearing because, this shirt because he wants I to want... leave because because he wants to go out on loan and um, so said the that right club in yeah, Portland need to get him. But yeah, you guys yes. are apparently. Uh, want, wanting him, yeah. No, he's a, also, yes, you got that. Eh? Everyone got that. Yeah. Everyone understood that's why he was wearing the Real Madrid shirt. It had nothing to do with laundry. It had nothing to do with embarrassment. That's what it was. No, was, yeah. you must, no one asked. No one asked me. <laughs> the only person that asked me was, that, was the man Pedro. It was my brother. So, the, no, man, he's also saying he likes our channel growth, guys. Let's give him a let's say thank you to that because we appreciate that. Thank you for tuning in. Yes, 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 yes thank you. Yeah. Okay, but, uh, who's going to win it? Sorry, uh, I was going to say to finish off that. I think in the end, I'll, I'll, I'll also think I'll also say Man City. Um, so you spoke about Spurs. It. You spoke about Spurs for nearly five minutes, and then you ended off with Man City. Yeah, no, Nick was writing them off completely. I mean, not that you wrote, but you, you you also said you gave your thoughts on Man City, and I don't want to add to that. It's correct. I thought Mourinho was going to lift the trophy there in your eyes. I was getting excited. No, I'll, I'll, never, I'll never say that, but uh, <laughs> I think that was a good Guys, I want to ask this it. question, though. I want to ask this question. Um, did any of you see Madison's post-match interview after the Chelsea? Yes, I saw it. Um, what, what did you guys feel about that? Because uh, see, Porikul over here, he's saying, obviously, lesser dark horses. And I said that on Tuesday. I think they, they're no. in it. Um, and based on how he conducted himself, yes. wow, guys! Like it you know that old cliche, taking a game at a time. Yeah, the confidence yeah. is growing. Brendan Rodgers is doing the business, getting them to believe. And I think, and, I and, think because of Rodgers, they are believing. And yes. and they're winning and they're winning matches at home because they were struggling to win matches at home, like like um, like Man United. And now they've won their last two games at home. So I think, yeah, no, definitely, I think they and their best players are coming back from injury. 
Didi came back, Sion um, back, Ferreira's back. Um, yeah, so they got their best players um, firing. And Madison, the nice thing to hear was that, I mean, like, um, I mean, just for him as a player, like he was, he goes and he was listening. To, I mean, most people listen to the pundits and say, ah, stuff what they say. So when he was, he said, he listened, he heard Jamie Carragher saying that, no, look, he could, um, was it, he could get into the box a bit more, um, come in late and score goals. Oh, uh, well, no, no, it wasn't that. I think Jamie Carragher said he needed to actually show his numbers needed to be right for him to make the England squad. That's what he said. And then, yeah, yeah. Is it, yeah. Yep. So he said he needed yep. to get his numbers up. And he said he took that. I mean, he didn't say, ah, oh, stuff that guy. But he, he said, look, the guy's right. He's got, I mean, he looked at it and he said, look, the guy's right. And he found a way to work on it, uh, things to improve on. And he mentioned and then the interview. Uh, and I, I, I just liked to see that. I mean, look, look, this guy was challenging himself. And yes, he is a good player. He is, he is really a good player. And it would be, I mean, interesting. To, I mean, if the other players of that same mentality, uh, that would be nice to see where that ends up. Mosa, I've got a question for you. Do you yep. think this is going to be the tightest finish we've ever seen in a Premier League? It's looking that way, right? Uh, generally, halfway of the point of the season, you'd rarely see the, the two horses or the three horses actually making their the, the, the gallops away from the rest of the pack. And now it's still very, very tight at the top. You see six teams which could actually compete for it. Even Chelsea have a fighting chance if they get a good run. And, you know, there hasn't been one of those... You would ask them, then. Guys, we've got a small thing, a whole league. A whole league still has a chance, guys. Yeah. You've just been asking them, man. I'm with you, Musa. I'm with you, bro. If you say, we've got a chance, Gavin. We've got a whole league still has a chance, guys. Then Newcastle needs to get involved as well. Leeds needs to get involved. I'm convinced. I'm convinced Chelsea is in a relegation scrap. If Chelsea don't win the next few games, there's going to be big questions. Yeah. This is going to be late. They're going to change the manager, call Gus Hiddink to come save the day. It's it's going to be trouble there, man. Uh, it's going this, to be this, 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 this is in the seventies, guys. You can't do it to the man, please, guys. No, yeah, no. man, you don't want no no heart attacks there for the poor old man. But there's a lot of good noise, guys. I know everyone. Is everyone writing off United here? Apart from, I mean, we know Silo's taking the the cautious approach. Richard, are you writing uh, off United? Like because there's a lot of noise. Uh, Rooney's come out saying he's Rooney's literally right now come out saying Man United will win this and one thing again we go back to the Pogba point he's saying Man United have to be arrogant to stay on top so I mean these are good signs in my opinion these are good noises to be coming out and so so, yeah Richard I to be honest with you if you ask me now who's going to win the league I'd go Man City genuine opinion but at the same time you know I look at United's form and then I look at what Leicester did and once you get on a bounce of momentum, you literally can get to the end of a season and, and win and win the league. If United keep it up and they keep winning games, there's nothing to say they can't win the Premier League. If Leicester could Not do it, sure. United could do it. And if they just ride that wave of momentum, they have every chance. But for me right now, it's Man City. Yeah. I agree with Rich. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, all the bookies agree with that too. It is definitely theirs to lose. And the crazy thing is, guys, they are cruising. And like you were saying, Cyril, they don't have a striker who's scoring. So when someone does start scoring consistently, it's going to be game over. Um, Tonight's game, though, Liverpool burn you guys. Before I start saying anything, Nick, set up how it's going to go about more or less. What happens in a scenario if Liverpool do not get the result that they need tonight? Oh, I don't know if it would be panic stations. I don't think it's ideal, um, especially with the form that sort of Man United and City are in. You know, you'd, 
as we all say now, it's an outrageous league and people are, I mean, teams are all around each other. But, you know, if you keep dropping points, you're going to be in a bit of trouble because I think that's what mm. four games without a win, if I'm not mistaken, mm. for Liverpool. Um, no goals. No goals. No, no you're going to have no, Sean Dash come there. You're going to have Sean Dash come there and double-decker bus all the way from Burnley is going to be parked in front of their goal. And they're going to just try and stay in the game. Um you know, he's cut from the same cloth as Steve Bruce and he has no clue what to what to do tactically other than other than keep it tight and sort of scrap off seconds. Um so I think it's a game where you could potentially get a lot of um a lot of confidence. Um I mean Burnley either stay in a game and they make it ugly or they absolutely get walloped. Um mm. and I think that's that's just been the sort of sta- stock standard for them for the last couple of years. Um, so I think it would be early for you guys to. Uh, it would be good for you guys to get an early start, um, free flowing. You know, uh, is it is in the back of the minds that there hasn't been a, a win in the last four for the players? I don't know. Um, I don't think they've uh, they've got the best sort of manager in place to 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 rid them of any fears mentally. Uh, so mm-hmm. I, I think they'll be right up for it today. Um, they've had a bit of a break. Uh, they're at home. Um, there's no fans. I, I saw Liverpool don't have fans anymore. They, they ban yeah. the whole country now. Um, yeah. but, but either way, they're going to they're at home. Um, and I think it should be a routine win. For me, it should be a routine win. Um, and I think if they want to sort of put their uh, their foot down, sort of stamp their authority on the league title chase, it needs to it needs to come sooner rather than later. So tonight's a great opportunity, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah so I mean. I'll think the same thing is that um, looking at United's performance, um, looking at United's performance, I think, I mean, they showed that they could actually, um, I mean, they, they showed that, I mean, when they went 1 0 down, they, I mean, they pushed really hard. They were pushing and pushing for those uh, two goals. I mean, yeah, the first goal was given to them. Nonetheless, they, they, they passed that opportunity. Um, Wonga, and you know, we're talking that, about Liverpool, eh? Uh, Yes, I know. I just I know. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Because you do this, because because sorry, you do this every show. So yes, I come, I, why why do I get called out for doing it? But Nick does it whenever a drop of a hat he mentions Newcastle, but no one calls him no, out. Because because yes, he makes sir. a joke. You don't you don't make a joke. You just <laughs> you just you, I you have a scared you, face. You, 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 my face. I'm just no, but you big, big I'm my two cents, Claudio. You say I'm the one with the big head. I don't understand it. Sorry, you, you go. You go. <laughs> no, I'm literally adding, no, no. I understand, Claudio. I'm just adding my two cents. I know you'll give us uh, in-depth okay, and all that. But I want so, you to so I was just saying that um, just looking at the way Man United perform, what I expect from Liverpool today is that they're also going to be out, like they're going to pocket. Definitely, Burnley's going to come with a double decker pass, and I'm just expecting um, uh, Liverpool to try everything in all their means. I mean, to see that fight in them to, uh, um, the whole way through um, until they get that goal of theirs. That's what I'm expecting from Liverpool. If I don't see that fight in them, yeah, it's going to be big questions. Well, not big questions, but I mean, Man United will start seeing opportunities here yeah, to start peeling away. That's what I feel like. Yeah, it's it's going to be a big one. It's it's actually a big one. But I think the key difference is with Matip being in contention to start, I think 
mm-hmm. unleashing Henderson in the midfield. And Henderson's not going to take shit today. If he does play in that midfield, he's going to get these guys fired up. And I think they're going to make up for the last four games or the cut three games that they didn't score. And they're going to hit. They're going to hit a couple tonight, I think. And they're going to be back in it because, like you said in the last show, Silo, these are the sort of situations that Klopp likes. He likes the underdog sort of vibe. He likes being, you know, that's his story. Any other yeah. story he can't relate to. And you know what? That's not just his story. That's the Liverpool. That's Liverpool's story. Uh, like I was, I was struggling in terms of think about us for all the last years. Every season's our season. Every season. Oh, last two years, okay, yeah. You know, you know, yeah, the last two years have been. A, it's been a very weird thing for me to be like, hey, we are, you know? yeah, it's been strange for me, man. It's like going, oh, we know we're gonna score. We know we're doing well. It's it's a weird sort of thing to ch- adjust your mind. And I'm not complaining. It's amazing. It's an amazing feeling, but it is a weird mindset. But I think this is the mindset see, that you does see, Liverpool. You, well. see, you, see, you can see how I was feeling, Greg, up there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, so, so I think it's going to be a bit I'm of a getting game. relegated people. Jeez, like. Jeez. <laughs> I've never been to anything. Rich, 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 Rich because Rich, Rich, telling us how because telling us how you cried when they got relegated, man, and we're thinking, error, man. Also, West Ham also got relegated once, man. Like flip. <laughs> I've, I've I've seen us come rock bottom. 20th in a season with Avram Grant as our manager. So hey. I've been through I've been through the most, gents. Shame, man. I, you, you make my crying story not so bad now. I'll never forget that that game where, where Liverpool went to back then, um Highbury. They went to Highbury and Jeepers, they just creamed Liverpool. I think it was 3-1 where Henri literally ran right through the middle of the, the park. You know, mm-hmm. Liverpool went 1-0 up. I, after that, I was so destroyed. His legs. I was crying. My mom told me to like grow up. I was like, no, no, this is enough. I can't take this shit anymore. It is bad. So talking about crying stories. I think we've all got one. We've but all also, got West Ham got relegated to be fair for Rich. West Ham got relegated and you guys stayed there for a year or two. Eh? Yeah, you didn't come straight back up. Yeah, we, we were serious. No, we, we, we bounced back. We bounced back straight away the second time. The second we time, the first time you stayed yeah. there. The first time you stayed for two seasons, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was also fortunate just to bounce back one season. Yes, if you don't, if you don't bounce back, you get stuck in that league. Well, I'm telling you. But you know what's nice about that league? You get to go see <laughs> other stadiums as away fans. You can go see other parts of the country. Not yeah. all the well, yeah, that's what you got to look forward to. You got a lot to look forward to. No, no, no. We, we're not there anymore. Yeah, we're there. Guys, don't forget. Don't forget, guys. Arsenal, Arsenal. I think it's Arsenal and Everton are the only two teams that have never been relegated, guys. So he, uh, Arsenal's okay, man. They're, 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 they're okay. For now. Okay, we're talking about teams that are not okay. I mean, Villa, Newcastle. Villa have had this break. I know it's been a COVID break. Mm. But they've had a break and we saw them last night. We saw them... Give give City a lot to think about. Nick, I mean, yes. this can't be good for you, my friend. So, 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 so. I'm just looking Grant at the fixtures here. Yeah. So for, me, for, me, for me, unfortunately, I mean, it doesn't come at a great time playing a Villa, Villa team that's, that's obviously looking good. You know, obviously, we've got our own issues. Um, I mean, we were celebrating yesterday another two-year extension for Kieran Clark. And Steve Bruce had mentioned what a great, uh, great deal that was. And I'm just thinking, this guy's got no cooking clue. But, but anyway, um, we've, got, we've, got Villa this, we've got Villa this weekend. Um, and then we've got Leeds, Everton, Crystal Palace, Southampton, Chelsea, and Man United. 
and then rules. So I just want to make a side comment quickly on Wolves. Guys, please can we stop getting excited about Wolves? They're only three points above my team and they they very dead average this year. I think they're sort of two-year bounces sort of – it's been deflated. Can we all agree yeah, with that? Just, no, I yeah. don't agree with that at all. Because they're playing good football. They just don't have they any banging so I think they're one man. They've got they've got they've got quality players. I think that's I don't know. I don't know. I don't buy that. And they make it and they make it difficult. They make it difficult for the big teams. Whereas Newcastle just roll over and get and get. I'm not talking about that now. I'm just saying, guys, we mustn't get started about rules. Everyone's saying rules must play in Europe. They're good enough to challenge for top six. They they can't even get out of the top half. Nick, if they had a second striker. That was but who's decent, that? decent who's enough. That? I'm just saying they spent a lot of money. They spent a lot of money on the young Portuguese boy. He finally scored uh, the other day. If they I had another striker, they'd be doing all right. I think they um, did average. I think so. They're about to sign William Jose. They're sort of they're about to sign William Jose from uh, Sociedad. So hopefully he can help them out. Yeah. Okay. Well. I yeah, that, that's just my. We we had and Jimenez was playing that day. They couldn't beat Steve Bruce at home. Come on. And that's not we easy. Them for no. that's, all, that's all I care about. But anyway, so from my, from my perspective, um, I hate Villa. Villa sent us down in 2008, so I can't stand the bastards. Um, I, I, I would that's love John really Joe Shelby. I'd love, I'd love John Joe Shelby to, 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 to get stuck into to Jack Grealish. You know, he was probably our worst player against um, against Arsenal. He pretty much gave them two goals from our corners that we had. Couldn't beat the first man. Um, but we obviously need him to sort of get onto the ball and try and give us something. But, yeah, we live in hope as Newcastle fans. Unfortunately, away from home, I don't think we'll get anything out of the game. I do, you know, have some sort of hope that we can sort of stick in the game. You know, Steve Bruce says, you know, stay in the game until 80 minutes and then maybe you get something. Um, but unfortunately, it's a sad state of affairs that Villa got promoted two seasons ago and, you know, they they fly and fly ahead of us, you know. Um, it just shows with it like a little bit of, you know, a little bit of uh, ambition helps. Um, and sightings, eh? Like, they, they, they're players that they brought in. Like, they look so good. Like, I look at mm. trial who was playing yesterday. Obviously, he's a former Chelsea youth product um, and obviously he was playing for Ajax and played for Lyon. And man, he, he looked good. That, he, made, he made such a nice... He went past the brainer and, you know, that... that oh, man, like, just players who so, can actually... Add, no, add I, agree. I agree. And the, the thing is, our decent players, I don't think our coach knows how to coach them. So our decent players have gone true, backwards. True. So we have a Sean Longstaff who Man United wanted at a stage when he was working under Benitez. His brother's yeah. gone ahead of him. Like he, yeah. he can't even he, he defensively is poor. He can't he can ping a pass. That's all he can do. But his his decision making is is shit. But I mean, just a side note on Steve Bruce. You know, I hear a lot of a lot of people in the media. These pundits. I don't know how they get paid for this. You know, they they should know a bit more. But I mean, they speak about Newcastle's Newcastle fans being. You know, they sh- shouldn't be blaming Bruce. You know, for me, yes, the problem is Mike Ashley, but Steve Bruce would not be welcome at any other team above us and any other True. team below probably seventh. So are we talking about Newcastle in the same caliber? 
potentially the size of the club, the stature of the club, they should be. Would West Ham like Steve Bruce? No. Would Leeds United? No. Everton? No. Southampton? No. No. Uh, you know, you, you go on. Everton in the same bracket as, oh, as oh, you guys. Only, 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 only team does And didn't you guys fetch him from the championship? What? Who? Steve Bruce. Yeah, we paid three million pounds to get him out of a contract at Sheffield Wednesday. Who are about Imagine. to get Big money. Imagine. Big money for big Look at this. Teams that have fetched managers in the championship. Look how badly they're doing now. Chelsea and Newcastle. Look at that. Well, that's uh, it, I guess uh, it's a thing Chelsea, man. Like, even if we do give Lampard a little bit more time, what are we going to hope for, you know? We're going to hope that I... he tries to play well or what? Yeah, Nick, uh, Nick, finish up there, finish up there, because we still got to talk about the effort. If we don't get rid of Bruce now, we're going to be in big trouble. Our last six games are against Liverpool, Arsenal, Leicester, Man City, and then we'll be fighting it out with Sheffield United and Fulham. So those are uh, if we if we get stuck into the last six games in a relegation battle, we're going to go with the top four and then the two around us. So we're going to be yeah. in big trouble if we don't. No, you could lose both. So, yeah. Oh, so yeah, Maria, that's my two Hopefully we can get three points and we can pull away this weekend. But I don't know. All right, we're the last. We're going to do something slightly different. Um, just because of time constraints and some of us have to be home by nine o'clock, we're going to look at, we've got here, we've got oh, yeah. four games we're going to look at from an FA Cup perspective. And I know we normally talk about the games and then we give our predictions, but what we're going to do is we're going to throw in the, the sort of betting corner now. We're going to do our predictions. We're going to talk about the game and we're going to give our scores and that's what we're going to be doing. So, Rich, the first game we're going to be talking about, West Ham versus Doncaster Rovers. Now, you don't just have to give your prediction outright. You can tell us why, obviously, guys. You can tell us why you think it's going to be the way it is. Like but, we don't, don't, but, but, but don't give don't give a Wonga explanation, please, guys. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wonga, take your earphones out. You're not allowed to copy anyone here. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Um, so I, I back the boys to, to get a comfortable win in the FA Cup. David Moyes is taking it seriously this year. Even against Stockport, he put out a really strong side. Antonio started... Ben Rama started. I think in this type of game, we're going to see the likes of Yarmolenko starting, Manuel Lanzini starting. So, yeah, I think on paper, we're going to have way too much for them. We're at home. So I think it's going to be a comfortable, uh, I would say, 3-0 win. We might throw in a few youngsters. Moyes likes to do that. So, yeah, easy win for the Hammers. And uh, we'll see you at Wembley. So we go Silo, Mosa, and then obviously Nick and Wonga. Let's go. Yeah, I think it's going to be a, 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 a easy win. Um, I think playing at home helps with the with the with the pitches. Um, playing like some of these teams away is rubbish. Like the pitches are uh, utter rubbish. I think the the match that Brighton played that field was like yo, was really bad. So I think let's let's keep the West Ham a three 0 victory. Cool, uh, victory. I have no reason uh, to to actually support this, but I think West Ham should be able to take this against Doncaster Rovers. So I'll give them a 2-0 victory. Okay, good, good, good. Nick? I love love an FA Cup upset, Rich. (laughs) For the sake of of it, I think Doncaster and penalties. I think Doncaster and penalties, and then Moyes will be under pressure again from the fans. You better be wrong, bro. You better be wrong. Nothing against you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, um, I, also, I, I don't see West Ham losing this. Um, definitely, I think there'll be too much um, for um, there'll be too much for Doncaster. Yeah, I think so too. I'm going to say 2 0 to Doncaster. Next game, guys. Next game Southampton versus Arsenal. Uh, I'm going to go with Southampton winning. I'm going to go 2 1. 2 1. Arsenal need to focus on staying up this season. So, yeah, that's, they, they, can, they can give the FA Cup away. So, yeah, Southampton, Hasanoto is going to play. Jennepo, the big boys, yeah. Three, yeah, uh, I, I, yeah, Southampton played the the the, the um, third round game yes, yesterday or two no two two days ago. Um, and the and the and the South African born guy played seventy eight minutes. Yeah, man, Southampton a win one nil. Um, I don't know why Arsenal doesn't score in the FA Cup, but one nil to Southampton. I'm sorry, Wanga, but yeah, man, uh, I think this one's gonna go to Southampton. I think they have a little bit more to fight for in this one, so I'll give them a one nil to Southampton. <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to go to penalties again and Arsenal, well not again sorry, I thought it was going to go to penalties with us but I forgot we lost 2-0 in, in extra time but yeah, <laughs> going to go to extra time again go to penalties and I'm going to go for Southampton to to win it Yeah, Wonga, let, let me go before you here you know, this is tricky because like Porikel says this technically is Arsenal's cup, guys you know, this, this is all they really play for this is all they have played for the last 20 years yeah so I think it does make things a bit tricky, but you know the the sort of draw penalty thing is enticing. Um, but Southampton Wonga, they're doing so well, my friend. It's, it's going to be a tough, <laughs> tough, tough game. Like I, I want to go with Arsenal, but it's very tough. But uh, just because of the fact that they've they've got the belief that they own this cup to a certain extent, I'm going to say two one Arsenal. But I'm probably if I had to put money on it, I'd probably lose that money. <laughs> nah, man, I. I'm confident that Arsenal can do it. Um, look, I just for me, a, a team in form as well. I think they're also very dangerous to play against. Um, and Arsenal's spirits are, are not the same as they were before. And I think they also started that winning streak someday. I think Southampton did beat them um, with that winning streak, if I'm not mistaken. And so, so it's also a part. For, it's also a place where they can also, um, you know, sort of um, get some payback. What happened last time? Um, I do see Arsenal. I think Arsenal win it. I see. I think two one. They can even three one. No, even three one. Right now for the big game of the weekend: Chelsea versus Luton. Lampard needs needs a, a cup run. If the league doesn't go his way, he needs to deliver at least some trophies. So I think. Yeah, Chelsea will, will wrap that one up easy, 3-0. Yeah, I think after they played so well against Morecam, uh, or Morecam, whatever it is, um, so I think uh, let's give them a 4-0 victory. They're playing at home, so 4-0 victory. Yeah, man, from my side, I just hope to see a little bit more um, new like players that have been on the fringe actually getting an opportunity to start and express themselves. Give guys a break, man. Like Actually allow them to express themselves with no hinges tied to them. So I'd go Chelsea 3 no. Bro, guys, why is Nicholas only coming here when the show's over? What is going on, boy? Come on. <laughs> baby, guys, the baby. Baby, baby. Guys, um, 
I, I'm sure we, we know this, well, some of us do, but this is a London derby, even though Luton's just on the outskirts of London. It's a London derby, so the Luton town are going to be up for it. I'm going to go for another upset here. I think there's going to, it's going to oh, go down man. to extra time. Last-minute winner from the big centre half going to come there and, 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 and slot it with his, with his big head. <laughs> oh, oh, you relegated, actually, from the Realistically, though, if Chelsea loses this game, does, does Lampard even have a job if he loses to Luton? Sure. If I was, if I was the, the, the club owner, he wouldn't have a job at all. Um, it's, it's like it's going to mess up a lot of his legacy, man. For all that he's done for the club as a player, this it would be embarrassing and it would be such a sour note for him to actually like, bow out of this competition in this fashion. Potentially, we do have like um, Champions League to look forward to, but not really exciting, man, with the way we're playing at this. You play, you play, you play Atletico Madrid in the last 16, don't forget. Yeah. Who are you playing against, Celo? Uh, what was the draw? Yeah. I just, I forgot. Oh, sorry. It was that, uh, it's that Europa League or something like that. Everyone say what's up to Silverback Leo. All right, but I realized I didn't give my prediction. So, yeah, I'm going to say 2 0 to Chelsea. Wonga, your thoughts? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say, I would say five. I think Lamp- this is a game you play, your guys are not scoring, especially like your Tino Werner. Um, let him mm. score his goals, at least start somewhere. Um, I say five, could be even six nil. Um, if I'm Chelsea really to take it. I'm worried he'd still play these guys out of position, man. Like, everybody would still be in, like, fucking no man's world, which is a scary thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. guys. Now, now for the real big game this weekend. Ooh. Rich, let's hear it. This is two weeks oh, that sure. they faced each other Again. in a row. Ollie versus Klopp. But this time, it's at Old Trafford, gents. It's at Old Trafford. <laughs> well, and I, I want to pose this question as well. Will we see an attacking United? Um, and by that, I mean taking the game to Liverpool. Yeah, I but, think so. But, I think at home, I think at home, United are expected to to take the game to the opposition, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if United beat Liverpool in this one. In fact, I'm I'm going with United two one win. They're at home, it's FA Cup. They're in good form. Why not? Blasphemy. It will be it will be interesting. It will be interesting to see the lineups that that both teams um uh, put out. Uh, yeah. but I think I think definitely I'm backing my team. Last week I was saying a draw. Uh, but I think yeah, it's a, it's a cup game. Uh, nothing to lose. Um, you get out the cup, you get out the cup. Um, so yeah, Man United two one. Yeah, man. Uh, it was quite like um, weird to see Man United set up for a draw against uh, Liverpool um, last week, given the run of form that they've been on. And uh, I hope this this time is a little bit different that you guys can you know come up with the the front four. So I hope Man United get a result from this one two one. Why are you hoping they get a result? I don't know. Like, I'm the one guy. Actually, yeah, I've got no yeah. leg to stand on. I've got no leg I... to stand on. Chelsea are useless, so who cares? Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a cracker of a game. I think both teams, like Celo um, said, is like we got nothing to, they got nothing to lose. So I do think there will be more quality on the side of Liverpool on the day. But I think it will be... Quite a close affair. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for a 3-2 win. Outrageous. 3-2 win for Liverpool. 
Did you not hear what I said on Tuesday, Man United turning this into the Soweto derby, boy? This uh, you, so many goals. Yeah. Do not you managing yeah. your expectations up here. Yeah, you need to start. It's a, down. It's, a, it's a cup. It's a cup game. We're gonna play Alex Telles at left back. We're gonna play Tonzebe. We're gonna play Dean Henderson. big. <laughs> we need some. We need. We need to. Let's 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 give the other guys a chance to to, to show up, and they will show up. You know what I mean? You know, we will start up in the middle. You know, yeah. Let's let's let's, let's go. Look. I am feeling okay. Okay, Wonga, you go, you go, you go. You yeah, go. look, I, I don't see man. No, Man United are going to set up the same way. I, I don't, I don't see it as it being. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even think they set up for the draw against Liverpool. Uh, to be honest with you, um, I, don't, I think it's madness trying to go and attack Liverpool full out, um, taking them gun for gun, you'll lose. Uh, but if that being said, um, Liverpool, I think, watching what the last game, it was. They they had they could have won the game in the first because they're good at keeping leads. They could have won the game in the in the, in the first 10, 15 minutes. Um, so I think they're asking themselves this question: Is can they do? Can this time can they put the uh, the the ball in the back of the net um, and get the first goals? And I think they can. So I think uh, yeah, I think this this match will turn out probably. Probably a two-one to to Liverpool in the day. Yeah, it's Wonga. Wonga returning the favor because I see you see what happens, guys, when you return the favor. You get some good feedback. Thank you for sharing the love, Wonga. Thank you, thank you, thank you, guys. Listen, a lot's gonna ride on tonight. A lot's gonna ride on if Matip can come through this not getting injured. If he comes out this and he's fit for Sunday's game, I think United are in big trouble. <laughs> I don't think Klopp's gonna. I don't think Klopp's gonna mess around. I don't think he's gonna mess around. Um, yeah, and I think it's probably going to be... It depends on tonight, obviously. It depends on how it goes. If if they don't get a result... <laughs> What's Nicholas saying? What's Nicholas saying? I was wearing a red one on Tuesday, Nicholas. Nicholas, back off. I was wearing a red shirt on Tuesday. Go back to the... You should go show the show. I was wearing a red one on Tuesday. Come on. <laughs> yeah, anyway, to, to my point, I'm just going to finish it off. Yeah, I'm going to say... It's actually it's going to be a 2-0 Liverpool. That's what I'm going to go with on Sunday. Again, like I said, a lot rides on this evening's result, which I think they're going to they're going to put Burnley away. So I think the confidence is slowly going to be coming back, and gonna, they're all going to start singing. It's all coming back to us. Anyway, guys, final thoughts. Final thoughts before we head out. It's I, I was thinking. I was thinking. Frank Lampard is going to coach West Ham in the future. Yeah, uh, I'm hopeful that Steve Bruce is sacked by the end of next week. Please, Lord. <laughs> ah, my me right now, my hopes are just lying on us signing that uh, Martin Utegaard. <laughs> a lot of hope, a lot of hope on that player, a little um, Madrid player. Okay, we, guys, yeah, I've got a new slogan. I've got one. You let me know if this works. Okay. And please be critical. You know, you know, for Tuesdays, the cool down we go. If you don't know what to be, be cool. Today we're gonna say now in Portuguese, the word bruxa means witch, but it can also be seen as like you know, a wizard, witch doctor. So I'm gonna say this, guys. For for Chelsea, for Arsenal, if you're not sure about the future, ask the bruxa. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Never do that. Just, you, just, you just put a curse on all those teams. You know that, Klaus. They're going to finish like number nine and ten in the league. And then to the West Ham, they're going to finish seven and eight. Yeah. So we're throwing the ball. All right, everyone, have a good evening. Thank you for tuning in. Enjoy Liverpool win tonight. We know it's going to be a goodie. And we'll see you on Tuesday. Nicholas says I should go home. You go home. You go home, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs>
I do the 